0: Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Hebrews 8. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray as we read this chapter, we would understand a bit more of how much we need Jesus and how important He is. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Hebrews 8. Now, this is the main point in what has been said. We have a high priest such as this, who sat down at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in heaven, a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle which the Lord set up, not man. For every high priest is appointed in order to offer both gifts and sacrifices. Therefore it was necessary for this one also to have something that he offers. Now if he were on earth, he would not even be a priest. Because there are those who offer the gifts according to the law, who serve a sketch and shadow of the heavenly things, just as Moses was warned when he was about to complete the tabernacle. For he says, See to it that you make everything according to the pattern which was shown to you on the mountain. But now he has attained a more excellent ministry by as much as he is also mediator of a better covenant, which has been enacted upon better promises. For if that first covenant had been faultless, occasion would not have been sought for a second. For in finding fault with them, he says, Behold, days are coming, says the Lord, when I will complete a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not like the covenant which I made with their fathers on the day I took hold of them by my hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, because they did not continue in my covenant, and I disregarded them says the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will decree with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I am putting my laws in their minds, and I will write them on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they will be my people. And they will not teach each one his fellow citizen, and each one his brother, saying, Know the Lord, because they will all know me, from the least of them to the greatest. For I will be merciful toward their wrongdoings, and I will not remember their sins any longer. In calling it new, he has declared the former to be old. Now what is becoming obsolete and growing old is near to disappearing. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 7, the Hebrews writer made clear that Jesus is a greater high priest than the Levitical priests. In this chapter, he's going to discuss some of the implications of having a greater high priest. He says that Jesus, our high priest, is seated at the right hand of the Father in heaven. He says that actually, the true tabernacle or temple is in heaven. The temple on earth is just a picture or a shadow of the true tabernacle. He quotes from Exodus 25 when God gave the plans for the tabernacle to Moses to prove that. So Jesus is a greater high priest in a greater temple and a greater covenant. A covenant is an agreement and the original agreement had a problem that people couldn't keep the agreement. So Jesus is mediator, a go-between, of a better agreement which fixes the problem. The problem was us humans. He quotes from Jeremiah looking forward to a better covenant and the better thing is that God will put his laws in their minds and hearts. The Hebrews writer will go into more detail on this new covenant in the next chapter, but for now the focus is just on proving that God is making a change and a new covenant. And now for a deeper dive. Have you ever wondered why we divide the Bible into the Old Testament and New Testament? In a non-religious use of the word testament, we typically think of the last will and testament, although usually we just call it a will. In fact, the word testament in English is used for a one-way document. We use the words covenant or contract to talk about two-way documents that are mutually agreed to. They establish the boundaries of a relationship. My understanding is that they had one word for both one-way and two-way types of documents in Latin. And that it was the word testament and that is how we got the names old testament and new testament so really we would do better to call them the old covenant and new covenant to understand them better and actually when we talk about the old covenant we are typically thinking of the covenant that god made with the israelites at mount sinai and that is the covenant that the hebrews writer is calling old here and he is saying that the new covenant is in jesus and it involves god working on the mind and heart. The problem with rules is that we cannot keep them. It isn't a problem with the rules, it's a problem with us. So any covenant that requires us to keep a set of rules, even a small set of rules, is a problem. So the new covenant isn't a different set of rules that are perhaps easier to keep. The new covenant is Jesus solving the sin problem and changing our hearts. The rules haven't really changed because God doesn't change, and the rules are based on God's character. To paraphrase what Jesus said are the greatest commandments in the law, love God, love people. That hasn't changed. But we fail at that. So the New Covenant isn't just a simplification of that. The New Covenant is Jesus dying to take away our sins and God changing us to be what he wants. That is the only covenant we can keep. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.